Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Heat fans, it's just time to dig in. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Well, here we are. Jeanette, didn't I say yesterday I wasn't feeling great? I wasn't feeling great about the prospect of Game 5 in Boston, right? Yes. I said that. I put it into the public sphere. And so here we are. That came to fruition. And that was a disaster, a dumpster fire, an epic toxic leak. And so now, tomorrow, Game 6... Back home, where the Heat have only lost once all postseason. But boy, Heat fans are a puddle right now. A puddle right now. I just want to, and I know we're in Heat panic mode. And and yesterday, when Gabe Vincent, when it was announced he wasn't going to play, and that happened during the show, I told you, Jeanette, when we went through our, um, our, our scale of concern, one through five, least one, five most uh, after the game four loss, uh, the Heat unable to to take care of the sweep. Uh, I said, I'm at two. Everything's fine. We're at a two. Gabe Vincent happened, and I said, all right, two and a half. We added a half point. With an asterisk, because as the show progressed, uh-huh. you definitely was, sounded more like a three, three and a half. I'm at a three. I'm at a three, okay? Because, again, it, the, it's because the order of the three victories in this series had, came right away. Right, you were up three games to none, and now the Celtics have won back-to-back games. If the order's reversed, and say it was 1-1, then 2-2, then the Heat won to go up three games to two, coming home to close it out, you know what we'd be doing today? We'd be playing the Boston fart songs. We'd be celebrating. We'd be cocky as hell. Pepas. Uh-huh. We'd be doing the whole thing, right? We'd be doing the whole da, sports rection, everything. Like, all of our little things, we'd be throwing it out there. Uh, but because the Heat have been routed in back-to-back games, 3-2 doesn't feel so good. But here's and, – and I'm not trying to poo-poo people that are in full panic mode right now. I get it. I understand it. It's been ugly, and nobody wants to be on the wrong side of history. Okay, Uh, and the Celtics are a more talented team than the Heat. We know that. We understand that. But what I will say is that three games to two lead is still a three games to two lead, and three games to two lead when you get to play game six on your home floor is still three games to two when you get to play game six on your home floor. In a vacuum, it is an enviable position to be, and the Celtics still, 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 are the team that, for one more game at least, are the must-win, whereas the Heat are not the must-win. Now, you could say, oh, Game 7, no way, the Heat win that in Boston. No way, so Game 6 is the must-win. But from the simplest form of it, the Celtics are still the team that's must-win, not the Heat. 
So you're just asking Heat fans to have a little perspective. That's all. Just a little perspective. That's all I'm doing. I, but I'm not. I'm not tonight trying to smack people down if they're like, I am terrified. I am frightened. Where did Jimmy go? Where did Bam go? Uh, why was Kevin Love awful? Kyle Lowry is he still living? Like those two, all of those things. I get it. I'm not going to smack it down. But what I'm saying, Jeanette, is have the p word. <clears throat> have perspective. This is the most literal you've ever been throughout this series. There's been a lot of hope analysis. There's been a lot of Bam needs to do this. Gabe needs to do that. Lowry, he is alive, by the way. But He is alive, mm, uh, just not, not productive. Not on the court, but right. outside, off the court. Right, right. But this is the most literal, I guess, take you've had throughout the postseason. And that's when I know you are a liar and you are not on a three on the one to five concern scale. I'm going to say you're pulling the same moves as you did yesterday. Stone, he went to a 2.5, but the more he was talking, are you saying <laughs> he was going like 3.5. So I'm saying UK are at a four. So I think what Jeanette's trying to say is I'm, I'm trying to rationalize everything. And, and I'm, that's I'm like, usually a tell uh, that someone's feeling a bit insecure in a decision and or an approach they're it's, taking. Uh, I don't know if it's in this take or just in life in general. It's uh, definitely a sign of insecurity. It could just be a personality trait that, that's coming to the <laughs> forefront here. Um, listen, I, I, again, I, I can't sit here, though, and say that just because the Heat have lost back-to-back games, and yes, it's been ugly and it's been really frustrating, because as we laid out yesterday, Jeanette, um, the Heat had a chance to, in Game 4, if Jimmy doesn't miss two point-blank layups and the Heat don't miss three point-blank bunnies in the first two minutes of the third quarter, that leads Balloon to 13, and the Celtics are done. Because mm-hmm. they were starting to take those terrible, long-distance force threes and bricking everything, and that allowed Jason Tatum to get going. And I, I, I get it. I understand it. But these are seven-game series for a reason, and... This is the third go-around in this exact same position in the postseason in the last four years between these two teams, and the Heat in a Game 6 have always found a way, whether it's a closeout in the bubble, whether it is in Boston last year to force Game 7, and you get to play for the first time in this trilogy, Eastern Conference Finals against the Celtics, a Game 6 on your home floor with a chance to close it out, no matter how you got there, Isn't that a better situation than the Celtics? Inevitably, it is. But I think for the first time last night, I don't know if you guys picked this up. I feel like a lot of Heat fans did, and and it crept into me a little bit. But it was the first time I felt like the Heat lost control or playing that they weren't in control of the series, and that alone scared me. That's a great point. Last night was the first night, the first game of this series, where the Heat looked like things were spiraling on them. Yeah, and then they were never able able to recover. And that's where the concern comes in and that's where you feel badly about it. I think that's a good point cuz perception I, I don't I don't like the the saying that perception is reality because I think that that is just an easy way to to shut someone and close someone out of your life where if you you can't say you're into second chances and also believe in perception as reality. That's just not something that's possible. Oh, uh, I really want this person to succeed, and I really want to give them a second chance. 
But the people who also then say perception is reality, that means that your previous fault, they're never going to get over it. Yep. And that reputation that whether it's deserved or undeserved, you gained, you're never going to get over it because perception is reality. So that means you're not going to give second chances. Perception today. <laughs> is money, though. Perception, <laughs> perception here is creeping a little bit into reality with the heat that, yeah, we know they don't have the firepower the Celtics do. And we know that if they turn the ball over, they are screwed. And boy, do they turn the ball over over and over and over and over and over again in the first quarter. They lost that game in the first quarter last night. They played even basketball from the second quarter on, but it didn't matter because they were minus 15 in the first quarter. Absolutely abysmal basketball from that starting unit. Just awful. That said, if you want to talk about perception and reality, the reality is that the Heat won the first three games, including a 35-point leading game three. The Celtics, as bad as last night was for the Heat, never have led by 35 points in a single game in this entire series. So the perception that the Heat are falling apart, yeah, that's probably a modicum true. But the reality we've already seen is that the Heat won two games in Boston and then had a 35-point lead at home in Game 3. So that's why I'm not willing to jump to the full-fledged chicken little sky is falling nonsense that I'm seeing over a lot of Heat Twitter timeline. Then we trickle over to Jimmy, though. Does Jimmy concern you? Yes. Because yes, he, he yes. needs to find answers in the half court. Because if Caleb <laughs> Martin and Duncan Robinson are going to be the ones carrying the offensive workload, uh, okay. help. Because that's not no, necessarily going to pan out. I know. I was uh, at a concert last night. So I only like tuned in to bits and pieces. You missed absolutely nothing. You were probably better off not Yeah, I hope it. you enjoyed the concert because it was much better than what Stone and I subjected ourselves <laughs> to. I had a freaking blast during the concert. What concert was it? Uh, Hippie Sabotage. It's a DJ. ED, it's EDM-y. EDM-y. Oh, that's pretty sick. It was awesome. Hippie Sabotage is good. I love it. popular. It, it was awesome. Um, anyways, but every time I saw Duncan Robinson shoot, was it like a solid three times? He missed. Oh, yeah, terribly. Yeah, was, I was, was like, what? <laughs> what He still finished on? the game with, what, 18 points? Yeah, so? he was two of three from three, but he... Oh, uh, I don't but, know. what. Every time I literally... I, pro- I was... I wasn't sober, so... No, but he only got hot late. <laughs> Could have been somebody else. He only got hot late, though, when the game was completely out right. of hand. He was missing point-blank layups and doing that That's whole thing. It was just weird. I was like, oh, Duncan Robinson has the ball. Oh, but that was bad anyways. He had as many assists, or he had one less assist... Then all of the Heat starters combined. Yep. If Duncan Robinson has 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 nine assists and the Heat starters combined have ten assists, you know what that is? Bad. Garbage. Yeah. That ain't gonna do it. Kyle Lowry being the primary ball handler, that's a sight to see as well. Like you can have confidence going it's, into the game, but then when the game starts, you're like, uh oh. Okay, we're going back. Okay, because he's 37 years old, and he's waddling around out there, and you're missing guys like Tyler Hero, Gabe Vincent, even Victor Oladipo. Kyle Lowry's the one who they passed the baton to, ironically being the older one, and he did not help at all last night. Can can I have an opinion from left field a little bit? Sure. You mentioned Tyler Hero on the bench. Dude just needs to wear a suit. Every time (laughs) I see him on the bench with his outfits, he looks worse and worse well, and worse. I got killed for this a couple of weeks number ago by one, you guys. Number one, I am a very, I'm a huge Stan Van Gundy fan, so absolutely. So you agree with everything Stan Van has been saying about <laughs> oh, wow. his, uh, his attire. 
pretty much, yeah. I on uh, I I studied last night because I was like, is it was hero has hero been that bad? Miserable, absolutely Not, miserable. Here, here was my point to you though when you started pointing out there Gianni Versace, yeah, uh, that that his outfits wait, wait, looks has terrible. Has ever worn anything Versace before? Uh, come on, of course oh, not. Lived in New York for twelve months. So maybe it wasn't real Versace, but it still counts. So touch Canal Street that's, and that's said my, Versace. That's my life right there. Are Don't you worry. insinuating that if you live in New York, at some point you're going to end up wearing Versace? I find that wildly no, hard to believe. No, no, what no, a weird no, no, place no, no, you no, just no, went no, to. No, 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 no. You're going to wear a fake brand, okay. but you're not going to even tell it was fake because the the the, 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 the from China on the street. Oh, they look so good. Yeah, it was oh. Versucci, so good. but it still was spelt the same. <laughs> okay. and I, I, so I was wearing, Vers- right. yeah, the exact same I thing. I know exactly what you go okay. off stone. Yeah, Absolutely. Canal Street but, specialist but right here. I, I am, a, I, again, I wear joggers and a V-neck t-shirt every day like a cartoon. Okay. So who am I to sit there and say that someone who apparently has some sort of fashion vision, right? Tyler Hero. Who am I to criticize what he's wearing as a near 40 old fogey like myself? So you're saying, Jeanette, and I trust your fashion sense because you get your nails sure. done a lot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I have you my can, fake eyelashes. You can and clean when I dress up, up I yeah. dress up. So you're saying that his outfits suck. They're terrible. Okay. You are in the Eastern Conference Finals. And this is how you're repping. And they, like, it, this it is such even an old well. man take. Get off even, my lawn and wear a suit. It doesn't even look good. Like if your clothes are going to look horrible, at least get the colors that compliment you or your figure or your form. He like he ain't hitting the point on anything in his fashion sense on the bench, dude. My point a couple of weeks ago was the color scheme. You can wear the fashion. You can wear the expensive stuff. Obviously, we have no problem with it to Ken's point, right? We can't speak on it. But at least match the color scheme a little bit. Because when you're getting blown out by 24 points in the third quarter and you turn to the guy, the camera goes, and he's wearing purple, and he's wearing a bucket hat in, <laughs> inside TD Garden, it's it's just a little bit like, hmm. But it's you're like, right. We're on the couch eating nachos, kind of judging no, no, a guy no, with no, no. a millionaire. That, that's not a fair comparison. Us. That's not a fair comparison, Stone, because if you were it where Tyler Hero is during a game, would you pull that? No, I'd probably exactly. wear a, a black tee chain and some pants. Just kind of just stay hidden a little bit. But that makes more sense. That has a little more swag than whatever the heck Tyler Hero Wait, is what, doing. What ch- on this chain are you wearing? Well, I mean, if, oh, I, was, no, it, if I, I don't wear chains, I look like a total dork when I do. But if Everybody I had millions does. of dollars, I would probably be rocking a tennis chain. Like, I feel like it's an obligation almost. Especially from if you're repping for the team of Miami. For sure. Miami staple. You've never seen me wear a chain, and you'll never, ever see me wear a chain. No, I, I feel like you would pull what Jack Harlow does. You, as a big Jack Harlow Wait, fan, a, does. Would he have a cross? It would just be a cross? No, no, please stay away from the cross. Uh, trust me, I will. But time and time again, I put on my girlfriend's jewelry, and I'm like, can I, like, wear this? And I, I, I look like a— I love that for him. I look like a, a skateboarder. It's just not a good look for me. It doesn't match. What, what, if, you, what if we got you a chain like Rick Ross has, where it's Rick Ross wearing Rick Ross? We got you a stone chain. It's just your face. No, 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 uh, no, no, diamond, no. diamond encrusted no, face. No, no, not, bald head. Not. I don't want to say stone. I want an actual rock, like an actual stone on the necklace. Yeah, I wouldn't be oh, confident. I wouldn't be confident wearing that at all. Like, I think you could tell that I'm not made of money. I don't think I could pull that Who thing says, off. We literally just talked about buying ripoffs of Canal Street, okay? Exactly. Do right. you not think that's the way we would go with this? You know, you there's like, a, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, stone. Yeah. 
Um, uh, Say right. less. You know, there's like Zales jewelry. It'll yeah. be like Dales. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so you mentioned Duncan Robinson, though, Jeanette, and how you kept seeing him miss. He was probably the most proficient player on the floor last night for the That's Heat. That's so weird. That's I, terrible. Stone, you said that. You said that that Jimmy was. If, if you asked if I was concerned about Jimmy, and the answer is yes. This is the second game in a row, and his legs look dead, dead. Especially when it matters most in the Just fourth quarter. Dead. Like can't get it going. He's on weird places on the floor. He can't get to his spots. When he does give up the ball, uh, there's minimal time left in the possession. Nobody right. can do anything. It's just bad decisions. And then if Bam Adebayo. One more time, brings the ball to his ankles and gets it stripped away. I'm jumping off of the bridge into the intercoastal that I'm looking at right now. I can't do it anymore. I, how did Bam figure it out for eight straight playoff games? And now he's back to the same old crap of getting the ball in the high post, taking a couple of dribbles, backing, 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 and then the ball's down at his knees. What does he think is going to happen? I, that that is that is when you are taught the game of basketball and you're a big man. That is the most basic thing. You keep the ball up shoulder level. You don't bring it down to your knees. And Bam, as a highly paid veteran, is still making the same damn mistakes to kill his team. I was just gonna say that's basketball one on one. You don't even need to be, you know, learning the game of bas- basketball as the big person in the center. You just know at all when you have that ball in your position. If you're not dribbling, you do not take it below. Your waist. Rip high, man. Like, think, come on. I, I think for me, in, in regards to Jimmy and Bam, it's six turnovers it, last night. It, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of turnovers from from each and every wow. player on the court. Six. Oh, it was bad at one point. It was bad. I think at one point they had more turnovers than they had made field goals. Stop. Early, early, late in the first quarter, you early in the second quarter. They should have just came to the concert with me. I, but, seriously, Jimmy minus 24, Bam minus 15 <gasps> on, the, uh, on the plus minus. I mean, that is... Vomit worthy. Yeah, game four and game five combined. Jimmy Butler plus minus minus forty four. So not really getting it done in that department what? on both ends of the floor. But for me, I think that the one thing they're doing, and it's not hard. You don't have to be a basketball savant to realize, but they're packing the paint and they're yeah. giving Jimmy the space to shoot. They're giving Bam the space to shoot, kind of daring them to make it. And so far this postseason, they've made those shots. But now we're kind of falling into that lull that they did in the regular season. Hate to throw that out there, but it, it, it's like, hey. If you guys want to keep making these shots, go ahead. We're going to let you do it. In the past two games, they haven't done that. The the Celtics are shooting out of their minds. And it's not Jason Tatum shooting out of his mind. He was one of six from three last night. You know what really has killed them is the fact that Grant Williams went off in game four. Yep. And then last night, Derek White made his first appearance of the series. I'm so happy you didn't say Al Horford. He played really well last night, too. Because yeah, he was that's, fine. That's where my heart at the end of the day is. I just, the, the Heat are not equipped to go into a lull offensively, and that's fine. We saw in the Knicks series, they can go into a lull, but they defend their ass off. But if Bam is going to be as soft as he was last night defensively, and they're going to make all those mistakes defensively, and it, the Heat have been great not turning the ball over in this postseason. If they don't turn the ball over, they can survive lulls, miss shots, because yep. they can get their defense set. But if the defense is going to fail and the closeouts are terrible and Bam's going to be soft because he predicates everything they're going to do defensively, then it's a problem. So the Celtics are on a, on a shooting heater right now. Like, they just are, and that's fine. They're not going to do that four straight games. They are going to scuffle offensively at some point, and that's where the Heat were able to take advantage in the first three games. But are the Heat going to be able to get back to moving the ball and not turning it over? which is what kept them above water. And then 
absolutely taking off, and I, it's that's what's frustrating. They're gonna game six. I think is gonna be a grinder, and will the Heat get enough from Jimmy and Bam? And I can't believe I'm asking this. Does Jimmy have another Jimmy game left in him, or is he dead? Because his legs, his legs look dead. And then, Jeanette, when you hear Jimmy Butler say these things after the game last night, this is after you get your doors blown off. Okay? Back-to-back games. Here's Jimmy, who... you what, what, What's his combined plus-minus the last two games? Minus 44. Holy God. Here's Jimmy Butler about game six. Jimmy, your guys are still leading 3-2. You have a home game to close it out. What's the sense after being up 3-0, then losing two in a row by a combined 30 points in the locker room from you? What's the mindset now where the series stands? We just got to play better, um, start the games off better on the starters, um, make it more difficult for them. They're in a rhythm since the beginning of the game, but we're always going to stay positive, knowing that we can and we will win this series, um, and we'll just have to close it out at home. Jimmy, to follow up on that, why is it that your confidence and the group's confidence remains so high given the way the last two games unfold? Because the last two games are not who we are. It, it just happened um, to be that way, and we stopped playing defense halfway because we, we didn't make shots that we want to make. But that's easy to correct. We just got to come out and play harder from jump. So... Like I always say, um, it's going to be all smiles. We're going to keep it very, very, very consistent, knowing that we are going to win the next game. That sounds like a guarantee, right? Those sound like guarantees, right? Without outright saying we are going to win game six, saying we just need now we're just going to close it out at home. Uh, we will win the next game. Like Those are guarantees, right? Yes, but Jimmy throughout this whole series has been calm, confident and collective like if jimmy didn't sound like that that's when i would be freaking out he did not for the first time i can remember post anything on that instagram story Ooh. after last night well i didn't see his instagram that was jarring. I didn't either he didn't he did not post a single thing and he usually has game photos win or loss popping up well uh, probably, so i don't know he's probably pissed yeah, I and and I would <laughs> oh, be you too. Think that's what I'm saying. I, I, that would break me. But you know, if if there's a piss, Jimmy, that's closer to a sure. Win. And that's the Jimmy you want to take. But Kenny asked the question: Does uh, that sound like a guarantee? You know, the problem is when the graphics are made with no audio. Yes, on paper, yes. But with context to what well, Jeanette had just said, if Jimmy's not saying these things, and I think Jimmy knows he needs to say these yeah. things to to suffice the Heat fans to make sure his teammates hear it's this. It's not like he is a stranger to talking like exactly. This. Exactly. It's it's not like a, a Joe Namath sitting by the pool uh, in Miami uh, guaranteeing Super Bowl wins. Let's just hear that first part. That first part one more time from Jimmy. Jimmy, your guys are still leading three two. You have a home game to close it out. What's the sense after being up 3-0, then losing two in a row by a combined 30 points in the locker room from you? What's the mindset now where the series stands? We just got to play better, um, start the games off better on the starters, um, make it more difficult for them. They're in a rhythm since the beginning of the game, but we're always going to stay positive knowing that we can and we will win this series. Um, and we'll just have to close it out at home. Knowing we can and we will win this series and just have to close it out at home. That's a guarantee. 
I don't know how to feel about it. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. You guys are right. A thousand percent right. Jeanette, you nailed it. Stone, you're exactly right. If Jimmy wasn't talking that way, then it's like, uh uh-oh, the Heat are in trouble. Mm -hmm. That sort of stuff, though, on its face, when I heard it for the first time this morning, dude, you guys just got blown out back-to-back games, and you've been terrible. Can't Jimmy for one 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 game, one post game session just sort of stick to the company line? Like I, I don't know. I, I just I, I it makes me feel as a Heat fan, like that's the kind of stuff that gets me tingly, right? But I'd be more interested in that if Jimmy went down valiantly last night as opposed to listlessly. And that's where I'm having the problem with that, where I don't know that if that stuff is a great idea right now, if we need that stuff right now, or if maybe he could have kept it vanilla so that there wasn't any of that extra narrative uh, that the sports talkers are going to be all over going into a game six. I hate that. I genuinely hate that. Jimmy Butler's never been that type. Heat culture has never been that type, too. You want the vanilla? Go somewhere else. Yeah, and he's cut from that Michael Jordan cloth where you talk when you're down. You talk when you're playing bad. Because if you don't, or if you talk when you're playing well and if you have a great game, like if you went out in a valiant effort and you're talking, it doesn't hit as hard. So for him to keep that same confidence that he has, it, it makes me feel a little bit better that he hasn't switched code, that, that he's been the same Jimmy that he's always going to be. Um, that's like, to me, that's a true leader as well. The, it was that, is that quote, is the guarantee of victory in game six a good idea from Jimmy Butler? Was that a good idea? Jeanette, you're saying... Hey, man, roll with it. You're Jimmy Butler. This is your personality. Yeah. Stone, do you think it was a good idea for Jimmy Butler to throw that out after back-to-back beatdowns where he's what plus minus what combined the last two games? Minus 44. That is double his number on his jersey. <laughs> That's That math is correct, right? <laughs> yeah, you got okay. it. All right, good. I, I stand in the middle. That was though. a banger line. I just wanted to make sure that yeah, I got it. I'll mark Can you that. imagine if you didn't? Stenographer. Uh, I'll, be, oh, I'll mark that. God. But but listen, I stand in the middle because I hear what you're saying because this goes into the category of meme material of Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, quote, don't let us get one. Like if they got swept, yeah, we'd be using that for the entire summer and the entire office. That's and what's this, frustrating is right. those dudes talk their talk and they're ridiculous trying to talk themselves back into the series. Don't let us one win. Don't, don't let us win one. And now... They look prophetic, and it drives me crazy. In fact, uh, Jalen Brown last night harkened back to uh, harkened back to his his "Don't let us win one, don't let us win one," and that's what drives me insane. Is when you're when you're looking at your opponent, and it was clear going into Game Four, Jeanette, that they were desperate. They were desperate, trying to talk themselves up in front of the cameras at shoot around, right? Oh, gosh. That was a desperation move on the Celtics' part, but they've been rewarded for it. Jalen Brown after last night's win. They let us get two, uh, so don't let us get another one. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you next. Now that you found your way, is there any stopping you? Only thing that can stop us is us. We just got to come out and play our game, have fun, and let God do the rest. We'll see you in Miami. Thanks, Jalen. <sighs> yeah, that's annoying. They let us get two. Don't let us get another one. But, you know, let's be real for a second. Who has been the best poo-poo talker throughout this whole series? I mean, it's Jimmy, but now exactly. you got to back so it up. Now, exactly. Here's my concern. So let, I'm not saying let them because, unfortunately, they, they have won the past two games, but let them have their moment to be absolutely shut down. I guess what, what 
I'm really stuck on is that this has been an all-world postseason for Jimmy Butler, where he is now an undisputed top player in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that can't be disputed any longer. 56-point game. The heroics in the Game 5 of the Bucks series. Uh, then into the Knicks series, just doing whatever it takes to get his team into the Eastern Conference Finals, into uh, Game 1, Game 2, playoff Jimmy, Game 2, head-to-head, face-to-face, nose-to-nose with Grant Williams, going full-fledged bleep you to that guy. <laughs> and And he's had... He's had a, this postseason is enough for a two hour documentary, a Jimmy Butler 2023 postseason documentary. Right. Coming by. I just fear, I don't want it. I don't want it to culminate in him with the crouching, mocking Al Horford timeout at midcourt in game three into then we're going to win game six. We're going to win this. We're going to do this. And then they don't. And that's what I'm scared about. That's what I'm scared about with him is I don't want this whole thing spoiled because Jimmy deserves better. And sometimes I just feel like Jimmy may need to be protected from Jimmy. And you're allowed to think like that because of what we've seen the Heat fans say and do recently. Like, they're frightened. We've already gotten the narratives out there. I don't know if you've seen them, but God, they are disgusting. Do you fire Eric Spolstra if you're the no. one oh, team? That's no, that's so stupid. Hey, but I'm just no, saying this not. is yeah, of course, because if he's the no. first one to blow yeah, yeah, a 3-0 yeah. lead out of 150 suge- series, but Stone's not suggesting no. that. But but there's conversation about that those, already. Those Twitter streets have been uh, percolating. And, with and that. Did you talk about the poop running down people's legs? Or yeah, 100. The poop running down people's legs. And and to to Ken's point about the memes with Jimmy Butler and that timeout, we've already seen those. That was the graphic that I saw when it talks about Jimmy being minus. 44 in his mm-hmm. past two games, right? The graphic that goes with that is that timeout. Saying, so for the two hours they have to make the documentary, they also have two hours worth of meme material mm. to clown heat for being the only team in history to blow a 3-0 lead. Here is, despite my wishy-washy nature that Jeanette has so rightfully called me out on here with my confidence in the heat, here is how I'm going to punctuate all of this, though. Okay. Okay? Okay. This has been the year of South Florida. 2023 from a sports standpoint, has been the year of South Florida, FAU, Miami, the Panthers, the heat to this point. I refuse, refuse to believe that this heat team, this heat franchise, which has been the only franchise here in South Florida that consistently gets it done for you, finds a way to win, accumulates trophies and tries on rings. I refuse to believe that this Heat team is going to tarnish what has been the year of South Florida. It's not in their collective DNA. It's not in their culture. I refuse to believe, despite the fact it doesn't feel great right now, that the Heat are going to be the ones that come up short. Not with Jimmy on the floor, not with Eric Spolstra versus Joe Missoula, and with a closeout game at home in a game six that the Heat have not lost to this iteration of the Celtics the three times they have met in the Eastern Conference Finals. I refuse to believe that the Heat of all teams in South Florida are going to be the ones that can't get to the finish line. All of the concerns we just aired out, I still believe. And here is a Game 6 prediction for both of you tomorrow and for all of you listening right now. The magic number will be 105. 
It is going to be a grinder. If the Heat hit 105 tomorrow, guess what? They're putting up the Larry Bird trophy at Kaseya Center, and we'll talk to you Wednesday night for game one of the NBA Finals. The Heat are going to win with the magic number of 105 tomorrow in a grinded-out physical game where Jimmy does Jimmy things late and Bam finds his way, Gabe Vincent plays, and they find a way to get it done. The defense returns. How about that, Jeanette? Let's go. I dig it. That's my bold game six prediction. 105 is that magic number. Heat hit it, heat win, heat go to the finals. What's your bold game six prediction tomorrow? And Jimmy Butler guaranteeing the game game six win. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? I could have done without it. Jeanette and Stone say, "Uh uh-uh. You ride with Jimmy. He says that. That galvanizes everything. What is your bold game six Heat Celtics prediction and Jimmy Butler guaranteeing victory in game six? Good idea or bad idea? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. We'll take your calls. We'll get to social media when we come back. We have a lot to do on a Friday, including a bunch of chances for you to win stuff. Want to know why? Because we do it for the people. <laughs> It's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. I'm Ken Levick, and the Heat are in a game six tomorrow night here on ESPN 106.3. It's the Heat and the Celtics heating up before that. It'll be Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and JMP. Uh, Scott tweets in, Ken, you thought that the Grammys quilt shirt Tyler Hero was wearing was acceptable? I don't know. Again, I don't know anything about fashion. You know what he was wearing? A grandma's quilt? I don't know. Okay, let me. Let, I'm going to show I him mean, the picture and I then he can do react it. to it real time. Give me seen. a second. I, I understand the bucket hat thing when he was wearing the bucket hat. I'm not a big bucket hat person. I think they look silly. Whoa. I know you wore a bucket hat yesterday I in here, Jeanette. I think bucket hats are actually kind of dumb. I am the biggest fan of bucket hats. It's my favorite why, hat right now. Why? Why are bucket hats a thing? Like, tell me what? Why is a bucket hat? Uh, a fashion statement. What does it do to protect you? Like, what is that? What? What? How is it different than any other hat? So I think the problem is you're going to have more arguments on your side for this. Like, it's easy to win. Hey, why bucket hats? But there's just not really an answer. There's Listen, nothing you can really put a finger on to. It's just a nice cherry on top. You either get it or you don't. And Simply. you don't. What does that even mean? I could say that about Tyler Hero's grammar quilt or his outfit last <laughs> night. Stone, either you get it or you don't. Jeanette, either you get it or you don't. Because that's the rationale. That's the explanation you just gave me about no, no, why no, no. bucket hat. There's a difference, though. What Stone and I are talking about in regards to the bucket list, it's tr- uh, bucket, bucket hat. It's trendy. Tyler Hero's grandma quilt. How do you know? Yeah, uh, you're I mean, not a millionaire. You're, you're not, not making seven figures. Right, you don't live that life. You don't live that seven figure life. You don't. Uh, shacked up and impregnating uh, Instagram uh, models, and then cheating on them, and then impregnating them again, and all of that. Yeah, hey, man, that's I all part of the seven figure life, dude. <laughs> I think I'm good without that life. <laughs> it's all about that life. I, want, I can create life. chaos in my own life. I, like, Here, so here's the quilt. What do you think about the quilt? Uh, terrible. Exactly. It's not good. It's not. See, all all so, I'm saying is that, like, if I come on on the air and say, "Oh, stupid," and then someone with fashion sense is like, "What are you talking about? You're so out of touch, old man." Then I look dumb. Sure, and I think it, it's a good defense. It's a good defensive play on your part doing that. I'm just because, being cautious, right? You're just being cautious. But I, 
I, I think for me as a, as a 24-year-old, it's who's worn the bucket hats prior, right? It's the schoolboy cues. It's the Mac Millers. Like, mm. they've given off the vibe originally yeah. that, that make me want to purchase them and wear them. And also, when we go out to these events, ESPN West Palm puts on, those are the hottest commodities. ESPN West Palm bucket hats, they go hard, and I got plenty of people hitting me in the DMs. Hey, can I get a bucket? Hey, can I get a bucket? So so, so they're wanted out there. Every time I've gone out drinking with the ESPN West Palm bucket hat, I've always given it to a bartender. Yeah. And it's a weird exchange. Like, they get the bucket hat, I get free drinks. Weirdest exchange. Right, what is that? So Jeanette's bartering bucket hats. No, no, no. They offer it to for- me. For drinks. Yeah, they're like, hey, where'd you get your bucket hat? And I'm like, I, I work in the studio. I'm on the radio, la, 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 la. They're like, oh my God, I want one. And I was, he was like, I'll, I'll get you a couple free drinks for the bucket hat. It's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, Barter, you're bartering bucket hats for drinks. But it happens. I don't ask for it. Because the ha- bucket hats are so uh, cool. So you're not you're not initiating the exchange. No, you're, I'm, you've just uh, they're they're willing to part ways with drinks in exchange for your hat. Exactly. That's so it's weird. A bucket. I, I guess. What is it about bucket hats? What is it about bucket hats? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. By the- I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I don't like the style. I'm a, I'm a baseball cap kind of guy. Uh, what is it about bucket hats? Because I am not impressed. 888-760-3776. When I wore my Panthers bucket hat yesterday, Dom, she... Our teammate, Dom. Yes. She actually asked me. She goes, where'd you get the hat? And I was like, I don't know. It was a giveaway a couple years ago. I just don't get it, man. I do not get it. I don't even think you look bad in a bucket hat. I think you no, look good. No, he wore my Star Wars one on May the 4th. Well, that didn't help, actually. Now that I can picture it. Was, uh, yes, yeah, it's not a it. great look. It's not a great look. And I love my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite hat to wear at Disney. My Star Wars bucket hat. I just don't get it. It's, I love it. I do not get it. Uh, the Heat and the Celtics tomorrow. Game six. Uh, this has been ugly, and it hasn't been fun. Uh, the last two games. It has been really, really, really uh, getting close to red level concerning. That said, I refuse to believe that an Eric Spolster coach team that features Jimmy Butler, that has beaten the Celtics before and brought them to within an inch of going to the NBA Finals a year ago, that has already been up by as many as 35 at one point in this series and has a chance for a second closeout opportunity and as a chance to do it at home i refuse to believe in the year of south florida with fau and with miami in the final four and the panthers now four wins away from a stanley cup that the heat of all franchises the one constant in our sports lives down here over the last 20 years i refuse to believe that they're going to be the ones that stain what has been the year of south florida i refuse to believe that my bold prediction for tomorrow is that the Heat get to 105. That is your magic score number, 105, and they win because it is going to be a slugfest. We ain't having a three-point shootout tomorrow. This is a put-body-on-body-and-let's-get-physical type of game tomorrow. 105 is the number. Heat win it. Heat put up the Larry Bird trophy. What is your bold Game 6 Heat Celtics prediction and Jimmy Butler guaranteeing victory in Game 6? Good idea or bad idea? I could have done it without it. I didn't love it. I didn't think it was the moment to do it. But Jeanette and Stone say, no, 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 no. That's Jimmy. That's what this team needs. Jeanette just gave the Dikembe Matembo finger wag, saying, this is, this is what Jimmy does. This is what the Heat need. So, your bold Game 6 prediction for tomorrow, 
And Jimmy Butler guaranteeing Game 6 victory. Good idea or bad idea? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. Also, additional question, why bucket hats? You either get it or you don't, my yeah. guy. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, what is your, your bold Game 6 prediction, Jeanette? <clears throat> Haslam is going to start a fight in the last two minutes of the game because the Miami Heat are going to win. A Udonis Haslam prediction that Udonis Haslam, as he did in the closeout game five against the Bucks. I'm assuming you are are aiming that he is going to receive a technical foul at some point. Yes. I I just want the fight. I didn't want to get into specifics. Okay. But Udonis Haslam, Mr. 305 himself is going to get in a fight the last two minutes of the game while the Heat are about to hoist that trophy. Wow. So a Udonis Haslam technical tomorrow. I live for them. A Udonis Haslam technical tomorrow is Jeanette's bold game six prediction. All right. Uh, Stone, your turn. And you're the one who, after... The Celtics won game four. You were the one with the highest level of concern. One through five, you were to four. And Jeanette and I both dismissed you saying, you worrywart, you're soft. Um, uh, now, I'm, I'm creeping towards your four. I'm at a three right now. Okay, mm, Asterisk. Um, <laughs> Jeanette thinks I'm, I'm wishy-washy, and I, I have been the entire time. That's what Jeanette thinks. It's her opinion. You, <laughs> uh, Stone, what's your bold game six prediction? I think simply this game comes down to the final possession. I do think it's going to be one of those grinded out slug fests. And I think Jimmy's going to have an opportunity to take the lead, defend like, on, the lead Jimmy. on this final possession. Come on, Jimmy. Because I asked a few days ago, I was made fun of for how I posed it to you guys, but is it going to take a Jimmy Butler 40-point performance to close the series out? And you guys went, eh, eh. We I didn't think, make fun of you. I just wasn't ready to go to that place, but now I'm starting to think. No, I'm no, ready no, to no. Go to that it was place. the way it was presented, too. I have the holy grail of oh, questions. Oh, yeah. That's right. You called it the holy. Yeah, we don't. Have the holy grail yeah. of questions. You're. Pers- you're, you're <laughs> the context you gave was so wrong. You posted as the holy grail of questions. That's, uh, that's why we made fun of you. As if it was going to be so profound that yeah. we would spend a whole week trying to break down <laughs> what you meant and what the answer was. It has, it has become the holy grail of questions now. Is it going to take a Jimmy Butler game to get us out of the series? It maybe is the Dead Sea Scrolls of questions. It is not the holy grail no, of questions. No, 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 no. It's the what? The Dead, uh, the dead Sea Scrolls. What is that? Uh, they are biblical. The Dead Sea Scrolls <laughs> are, are basically what formed the basis of the New Testament in the Bible. Okay, just making sure. My favorite, new favorite thing is to check you on this stuff. But they were discovered right near the Dead Sea, which is why they're the Dead Sea but Scrolls. that's the bold prediction for me. This game is going to come down to the final possession, whether it's in Jason Tatum's hand or whether the ball's in Jimmy Butler's hands. That's going to be the case for me. I think they find a way to keep this thing close at home. Kaseya is going to show up. Stenograph. Uh, what is your bold game six prediction? Your bold game six prediction and Jimmy Butler guaranteeing victory game six. Good idea or bad idea? 888-760-3776. 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six. Twitter open at KLV one zero six three. Let's start off in West Palm with Jeremy on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, how are you guys today? Good man. 
All right, yeah, so I don't think he guaranteed victory. I think he was just saying, like, hey, we need to win this game because if we go back to Boston, then there's no real, like, sense of that nobody's really going to think we're going to win at all because it's going to be game seven. They beat us again on our home floor. I think he's just saying, like, you know, wake the guys up. Like, hey, like, if you're not feeling it, like Bam was not feeling it last night, like, wake up, Bam. Let's go. Put your button to gear. Let's get a 20-point game, a 20-rebound game out of you for game six. I'll score 40 points, 50 points, and we'll just send these boys home. That's really what needs to happen. I think he was kind of psyching himself up and psyching Bam up more and telling the rest of the guys in the locker room, like, hey, we need you to step up too. Like, I'm playing bad, but we all need to step up. And uh, as a 31-year-old pale white man, bucket hats are the go-to on these hot Florida days because they cover all areas of your neck, face, ears, anything that you have to put sunscreen on that you Mm. don't want to put sunscreen on covers it all up for you. You don't need to wear sunglasses unless you have really bad eyes like me. So the bucket hat sun. Between Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, I'm Ken Lavica, and the Heat are in a game six tomorrow night here on ESPN 106.3. It's the Heat and the Celtics heating up before that. It'll be Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and JMP. Uh, Scott tweets in, Ken, you thought that the Grammys quilt shirt Tyler Hero was wearing was acceptable? I don't know. Again, I don't know anything about fashion. You know what he was wearing? A grandma's quilt? I don't know. Okay, let me. Let, I'm going to show him I mean, the picture and I then he can do react it. to it real time. He's Give me seen. a second. I, I understand the bucket hat thing when he was wearing the bucket hat. I'm not a big bucket hat person. I think they look silly. Whoa. I know you wore a bucket hat yesterday I in here, Jeanette. I think bucket hats are actually kind of dumb. I am the biggest fan of bucket hats. It's my favorite why, hat right now. Why? Why are bucket hats a thing? Like, tell me what? Why is a bucket hat? Uh, a fashion statement. What does it do to protect you? Like, what is that? What? What? How is it different than any other hat? So I think the problem is you're going to have more arguments on your side for this. Like, it's easy to win. Hey, why bucket hats? But there's just not really an answer. There's Listen, nothing you can really put a finger on to. It's just a nice cherry on top. You either get it or you don't. And Simply. you don't. What does that even mean? I could say that about Tyler Hero's grandma quilt or his outfit last night. Stone, either you get it or you don't. Jeanette, either you get it or you don't, because that's the rationale. That's the explanation you just gave me about no, no, why no, no. bucket there's, hat. There's a difference, though. What Stone and I are talking about in regards to the bucket list, it's tr- the bucket, bucket hat. It's trendy. Tyler Hero's grandma quilt. How do you know? Yeah, uh, you're I mean, not a millionaire. You're, you're not, not making seven figures. Right, you don't live that life. You don't live that seven figure life. You don't. Uh, shacked up and impregnating uh, Instagram uh, models, and then cheating on them, and then impregnating them again, and all of that. Yeah, hey, man, it's I all have, part of the seven figure life, dude. <laughs> I think I'm good without that life. <laughs> it's all about that life. I, want, I can create chaos in my own life. I, like, Here, so here's your quilt. What do you think about the quilt? Uh, terrible. Exactly. It's not good. It's not. See, all all so, I'm saying is that, like, if I come on on the air and say, "Oh, stupid," and then someone with fashion sense is like, "What are you talking about? You're so out of touch, old man." It then looks, I look dumb. Sure, and I think it, it's a good defense. It's a good defensive play on your part doing that. I'm just because, being cautious, right? You're just being cautious. But I, I think for me, as a, as a 24 year old, it's who's worn the bucket hats prior, right? It's the schoolboy cues. It's the Mac Millers. Like mm. they've given off the vibe originally yeah. that that make me want to purchase them and wear them, and also. When we go out to these events, ESPN West Palm puts on, those are the hottest commodities. ESPN West Palm bucket hats, they go hard, and I got plenty of people hitting me in the DMs. Hey, can I get a bucket? Hey, can I get a bucket? So so, so they're wanted out there. Every time I've gone out drinking with the ESPN West Palm bucket hat, I've always given it to a bartender. Yeah. And it's a weird exchange. Like, they get the bucket hat, I get free drinks. Weirdest exchange. Like, what is that? So Jeanette's bartering bucket hats. No, no, no. 
no, they offer it to for, me. For drinks. Yeah, they're like, hey, where'd you get your bucket hat? And I'm like, I, I work in the studio. I'm on the radio. Blah, 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 blah. They're like, oh my God, I want one. And I was, he was like, I'll, I'll get you a couple free drinks for the bucket hat. It's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, Barter, you're bartering bucket hats for drinks. But it happens. I don't ask for it. Because the ha- bucket hats are so uh, cool. So you're not you're not initiating the exchange. No, you're I'm, you've just uh, they're they're willing to part ways with drinks in exchange for your hat. Exactly. That's so it's weird. A bucket. I, I guess. What is it about bucket hats? What is it about bucket hats? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. By the- I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I don't like the style. I'm a, I'm a baseball cap kind of guy. Uh, what is it about bucket hats? Because I am not impressed. 888-760-3776. When I wore my Panthers bucket hat yesterday, Dom, she... Our teammate Dom. Yes. She actually asked me. She goes, where'd you get the hat? I was like, I don't know. It was a giveaway a couple years ago. I just don't get it, man. I do not get it. I don't even think you look bad in a bucket hat. I think you no, look good. No, he wore my Star Wars one on May the 4th. Well, that didn't help, actually. Now that I can picture it, I was, uh, yes, he, it's not a great it. look. It's not a great look. And I me. love my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite hat to wear at Disney. My Star Wars bucket hat. My, I just don't get it. It's, I love it. I do not get it. Uh, the Heat and the Celtics tomorrow. Game six. Uh, this has been ugly, and it hasn't been fun. Uh, the last two games. It has been really, really, really uh, getting close to red level concerning. That said, I refuse to believe that an Eric Spolster coach team that features Jimmy Butler, that has beaten the Celtics before and brought them to within an inch of going to the NBA Finals a year ago, that has already been up by as many as 35 at one point in this series and has a chance for a second closeout opportunity and as a chance to do it at home i refuse to believe in the year of south florida with fau and with miami in the final four and the panthers now four wins away from a stanley cup that the heat of all franchises the one constant in our sports lives down here over the last 20 years i refuse to believe that they're going to be the ones that stain what has been the year of south florida i refuse to believe that my bold prediction for tomorrow is that the Heat get to 105. That is your magic score number, 105, and they win because it is going to be a slugfest. We ain't having a three-point shootout tomorrow. This is a put-body-on-body-and-let's-get-physical type of game tomorrow. 105 is the number. Heat win it. Heat put up the Larry Bird trophy. What is your bold Game 6 Heat Celtics prediction and Jimmy Butler guaranteeing victory in Game 6? Good idea or bad idea? I could have done without it. I didn't love it. I didn't think it was the moment to do it. But Jeanette and Stone say, no, 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 no. That's Jimmy. That's what this team needs. Jeanette just gave the Dikembe Matembo finger wag, saying, this is this is what Jimmy does. This is what the Heat need. So, your bold Game 6 prediction for tomorrow, and Jimmy Butler guaranteeing Game 6 victory, good idea or bad idea? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. Also, additional question, why bucket hats? You either get it or you don't, my yeah. guy. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, what is your, your bold Game 6 prediction, Jeanette? <clears throat> Haslam is going to oh. start a fight in oh, the yeah. last two minutes of the game right. because the Miami Heat are going to win. A Udonis Haslam prediction that 
Udonis Haslam as he did in the closeout game five against the Bucks. I'm assuming you are are aiming that he is going to receive a technical foul at some point. Yes. Okay. I, I just want the fight. I didn't want to get into specifics. Okay. But Udonis Haslam, Mr. 305 himself, is going to get in a fight the last two minutes of the game while the Heat are about to hoist that trophy. Wow. So a Udonis Haslam technical. Tomorrow. I live for them. A Udonis Haslam technical tomorrow is Jeanette's bold game six prediction. All right. Uh, Stone, your turn. And you're the one who, after the Celtics won game four, you were the one with the highest level of concern. One through five, you were to four. And Jeanette and I both dismissed you saying, you worry wart. You're soft. Um, uh, now, I'm, I'm creeping towards your form at a three. Right now, okay. Mm, asterisk. Um, Jeanette thinks I'm I'm wishy washy, and I I have been the entire time. That's what Jeanette thinks. It's her opinion. You <laughs> uh, Stone, what's your bold game six prediction? I think simply this game comes down to the final possession. I do think it's going to be one of those grinded out slugfests, and I think Jimmy's going to have an opportunity to take the lead, defend like, on, the lead Jimmy. on this final possession. Come on, Jimmy. Because I asked a few days ago. I was made fun of for how I posed it to you guys, but is it going to take a Jimmy Butler 40-point performance to close the series out? And you guys went, eh, eh. We I didn't think- make fun of you. I just wasn't ready to go to that place, but now I'm starting to think No, 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 no. no. It was place. the way it was presented, too. I have the holy grail of oh, questions. Oh, yeah, that's right. You called it the holy... Yeah, don't- the holy grail yeah. of questions. Your pers- your, your, <laughs> the context you gave was so wrong. You posted as the holy grail of questions. That's, uh, that's why we made fun of you, As if it was going to be so profound that yeah. we would spend a whole week trying to break down <laughs> what you meant and what the answer was. It has, it has become the holy grail of questions now. Is it going to take a Jimmy Butler game to get us out of the series? It maybe is the Dead Sea Scrolls of questions. It is not the holy grail no, of no, questions. No, no, no. It's the what? The Dead, uh, the dead Sea Scrolls. What is that? Uh, they are biblical. The Dead Sea Scrolls <laughs> are, are basically what formed the basis of the New Testament in the Bible. Okay, just making sure. My favorite, new favorite thing is to check you on this stuff. But they were discovered right near the Dead Sea, which is why they're the Dead Sea but Scrolls. But that's the bold prediction for me. This game is going to come down to the final possession, whether it's in Jason Tatum's hand or whether the ball's in Jimmy Butler's hands. That's going to be the case for me. I think they find a way to keep this thing close at home. Kasey is going to show up. Stenograph. Uh, what is your bold game six prediction? Your bold game six prediction and Jimmy Butler guaranteeing victory game six. Good idea or bad idea? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter open at KLV1063. Let's start off in West Palm with Jeremy on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jeremy? Hey, how are you guys today? Good, man. All right, yeah, so I don't think he guaranteed victory. I think he was just saying, like, hey, we need to win this game because if we go back to Boston, then there's no real, like, sense of that nobody's really going to think we're going to win at all because it's going to be game seven. They beat us again on our home floor. I think he's just saying, like, you know, wake the guys up. Like, hey, like, if you're not feeling it, like Bam was not feeling it last night, like, wake up, Bam. Let's go. Put your button to gear. Let's get a 20-point game, a 20-rebound game out of you for game six. I'll score 40 points, 50 points, and we'll just send these boys home. That's really what needs to happen. I think he was kind of psyching himself up and psyching Bam up more and telling the rest of the guys in the locker room, like, hey, we need you to step up too. Like, I'm playing bad, but we all need to step up. 
And uh, as a 31-year-old pale white man, bucket hats are the go-to on these hot Florida days because they cover all areas of your neck, face, ears, anything that you have to put sunscreen on that you mm. don't want to put sunscreen on covers it all up for you. You don't need to wear sunglasses unless you have really bad eyes like me. So the bucket hat sunglass combo works real well. And, of course, like uh, Stone said, my boy Mac Miller, love the guy. Rest in peace. Uh, he was the one that made me wear bucket hats, too. I felt the uh, Interesting. Felt the so you were, you were influenced by Mac Miller initially, but now it's turned into a, uh, a sun protection for you. Yeah. Yeah. As, after I started wearing it and I felt, you know, not getting a sunburn as much and my wife saying, hey, your neck's not red today from work. It kind of, you know, kind of stuck on to that, too, as not just a fashion sense, but as, a, you know, self-help. Ah. Oh, self-protection that, that, as well. Con- that's considered a bonus at yeah, that, that point. Is, uh, bu- You're inspired yeah. by Mac Miller, but oh my gosh, this has benefits too. Let's ride. A hat with benefits. Uh, appreciate <laughs> that, Jeremy. Um, that's good insight on the bucket hat. I guess I never thought about it that way. But again, I don't know if I can pull off a bucket hat. You and can. I don't. And there's you an can. obsession with it that goes past, oh, it protects my neck, which I think is weird because I don't think they're fashionable. They are fashionable. I'm going to see if we have any in the promo closet during the break. But did I, by the way, take it too... Am I taking it too literal with Jimmy? Is Jeremy right? Or... or Because to me, that sounded like a guarantee. We just got to close it out at home. We just got to close it out at home. Like, if I if I tell my girls, um, hey, well, uh, next weekend, we, uh, we might as well just roll up to Legoland. That's me saying we're going to Legoland, right? You didn't take it too literally. You know other people are going to take it literally. Therefore, it kind of scares you. No, I, I mean, I took it literally because it sounded like a guarantee. Like, there were three different iterations of, hey, we will win this. He he straight up said, we will win this series. You talked about, hey, why don't you just go with the company line? I think that's Jimmy's company line, so I think he's safe. Mm-hmm. J- mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Incorporated, that's yeah. that's the way he goes. Uh, Jimmy Butler, guaranteeing win game six. Uh, good idea, bad idea. Uh, also, your, your bold game six prediction and... Why bucket hats? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Why Baptist Health Orthopedic Care? Because, well, you should be tired of being in pain. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Stone, should we give away some Marlins tickets right Please. here? All right. We have a pair, a pair of Marlins tickets, a pair of Marlins tickets Sunday, June 4th. That's next Sunday, actually. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Congratulations to Tom. Congratulations to Tom. He is the one who has claimed the pair of tickets next Sunday as the Marlins take on the A's at Lone Depot Park. And Stone, why don't we elaborate a bit 
on the Miami Marlins, shall we? No, how about we just knock it out of the park? Oh, wow. This season with the Miami Marlins, Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You can get single game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you even more. Lock in priority seating, save on food and merch, access to exclusive member events. Speaking of merch, they probably got some really nice Miami Marlins bucket hats. You know, I'm going to snatch one of those next time I go. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There will be promotions, giveaways, all of that stuff all season long, not to mention the players. This is my favorite part. My favorite, Jazz Chisholm. Ken's favorite, Sandy Alcantara. And a whole bunch more. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. So, Jeanette went into our promotions closet here at ESPN West Palm and pulled out three of the apparently famous ESPN West Palm bucket hats that people are pining for so uh, uh, vigorously throughout Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And I have one on my head, and I got to say, not all that comfortable. How? I love it. I don't know. It's like tight on me. Oh, maybe you got a big head. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't. I wear like a seven and an eighth fitted cap. Like That's small. That's like pea head stuff. I don't you know. Big brain stuff. Big brain. It, over it, is, I, it is my big brain like protruding through my skull. Yeah. Right. Just throwing out the Dead yeah. Sea Scrolls and the definitions. And uh, the stenographs, and the entire thing. All right. of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, to I, be honest, though, you look like a grandpa. Yeah, it, it looks crappy, right? Like, you took a photo of it. Can you post it? Are you posting it right now? Yeah, I'm going to post it in a bit. All right. So, at Jeanette and Juice, that's Jeanette with two T's and an E. Jeanette and, and Juice. Yes, and one N. At Jeanette and Juice, one N, two T's and an E. <laughs> at Jeanette and Juice, because <laughs> apparently we're just going through the whole... Why don't I just spell it? G-I-N-E-T-T-E, there. At Jeanette and Juice... Um, she is going to post a photo of me in this bucket hat because I still don't understand the appeal other than sun protection. Uh, and and I guess one through five, or should we do school grading? A, B, C, D, E, F. No, go one Not through five. E. Go one through five. One through five. One being it's the ugliest, the five being awesome. How do I look in a bucket hat? At Jeanette and Juice on Twitter. At Jeanette and Juice on Twitter. That's where you'll find the photo of me in a bucket hat. One being the ugliest, five being the hottest. Like, oh my God, this stud! Uh, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you grade that out? Uh, so again, at Jeanette and Juice on Twitter. Uh, should we break here, Stone? Yeah, I do want to. I do want to get a feel for what we're going to do tonight, because for the first time in ten nights, we have an evening free. It's been ten nights. This is this is night number ten of the Heat Panthers playoff. Every other night extravaganza. We have been jammed with playoff games every night for the last nine. Because the Panthers rule ass, we get a night off on a Friday. How are we going to take advantage? We'll discuss it when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levicka in a bucket hat. And I'm live on ESPN 106.3.